in beautiful North Florida celebrating two years of color commentary, it's in black and white. And now your host, the baby-faced assassin of freedom, Jerry Brooks. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, patriots of all ages, welcome to In Black and White, the new definition of color commentary. Ready to start another incredibly crazy week of adventures in podcasting with all of you, my friends. Today is... MLK's birthday, the national celebration of it, as well as uh, in just a couple of hours uh, at the time of this recording, uh, it's going to be the Iowa caucuses, and this is going to be Trump's uh, big national debut, if you will, uh, for the 2024 election. Uh, President Trump has been on a roll. He's been in Iowa all weekend. He's been doing uh, events across the state and even took time out to deliver pizzas to firefighters uh, (laughs) just the day before the caucuses. Uh, I mean, it's like below zero temperatures. And yet here is Donald Trump delivering a whole bunch of pizzas to a group of firefighters. And it's really no wonder that type of Thing, those type of things that he does uh, for police officers, for firefighters, for other first responders. Uh, it's no big deal. I mean, this is part of Trump's appeal, not just in Iowa, but everywhere, uh, especially to the working class. And in a recent poll, just a little side note, uh, people, working class people were asked what they liked about Donald Trump. And apparently two things stood out. And and they're both P words. Policy and persona. And I thought, well, that that's not really a surprise to me because he is the blue-collar billionaire. And I love it. And all of Trump's surrogates have been working the entire state. Uh, people like Carrie Lake, who Iowa is her home state, uh, Matt Gates, a congressman from Florida, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, and Trump's two of Trump's sons, uh, Don Jr. and Eric, have been working. Uh, gosh, the entire the entire time. At least uh, last week they were, and, and including I don't want to forget uh, Dr. Ben Carson, who spoke. Uh, at an event. Yes, they are concerned about turnout because the weather is rather cold. It's going to be sub-zero, but Trump has been out there encouraging people, even did a sort of impromptu town hall in Iowa uh, with the Attorney General of Iowa. So, yeah, Trump is uh, out there. He's encouraging people he's not taking anything for granted which i think is incredibly wise uh even though yes the polls the polls the polls the polls that i mean trump could easily no matter what happens trump is i do believe trump is going to win the iowa caucus but of course you still have the mainstream wackadoodle media trying to do their best to uh pump up 
uh, Nikki Haley. And Nikki Haley, I, I mean, to quote Chris Christie, who I'm quite glad he's out of the race, uh, Haley's going to get smoked. And she is getting smoked in South Carolina, where she was governor, and Trump is up 25 to 30 points, depending upon which poll you look at there in the Palmetto State. So I'm like, wow. Yeah, so pretty much I'm not going to uh, get really too deep into the caucuses. Uh, I'm going to be watching. And yes, I will be posting on all of my social media, which includes Getter, True Social, X, uh, True Patriot Network, and Instagram, and Facebook. So before getting into today's show, we're just it's going to be a little bit uh, abbreviated because of the Iowa caucuses, but there are still very important pieces of news that really need to be talked about. And before I get into that, as always, you can send us email at inblackandright at gmail.com. Also, you can uh, go to our website, inblackandright.net. Uh, check out our online store. Uh, we're going to be expanding uh, the product lines here. Uh, sometime before the end of the month, but if you find something pretty cool or patriotic, but we also have Christian t-shirts too. We're going to have uh, our own uh, designs for 2024, and that's going to be coming down the pipe here pretty soon. But right now, uh, let's get into some of the things that have been going on today. Uh, certainly, uh, one big deal right now today we discovered and from just the news you a u.s cargo ship a commercial cargo ship was hit by a houthi rebel ballistic missile off the coast of yemen and oh boy just what we don't need an escalation of all this stuff going on in the Middle East. Now, there have been reports that Biden and Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu uh, had a conversation that apparently did not end well, uh, which is like, okay, great. Just what you don't need right now as Israel is duking it out with Hamas uh, and not just in the Gaza Strip but apparently they've killed uh, leaders of a lot of these terrorist groups and cells in uh, Lebanon and other places so the fact that you've got all of this going on ugh, that doesn't exactly help uh, another thing that's definitely not helping is the fact that Biden's approval rating has dropped to 33%. Um, in a recent poll, I do believe it was ABC that did this. Uh, but yeah, um, yeah, the poll was conducted by ABC News in early January and 
Biden is at 33%. Oh my gosh. And what's really blowing my mind as I'm reading the story on this, the poll also showed that just 28% people surveyed believe Biden has good mental sharpness and is in good physical health. 28% think that? I really would love to talk to these 20, uh, this 28% and going, are you blind as a bat? The man is a mess, an absolute straight up mess. I mean, at 33%, I mean, yeah, it's kind of sad, but 33% of people, you know, approve of Biden's job approval. Oh my gosh. <clears throat> That's pretty sad when a third of people think that this guy's okay. I really would love to see some of the, uh, the dynamics and the demographics of that poll but not going to worry about that so that's pretty wild uh to be sure uh let's see now i'm just gonna go back a little bit here talking about iowa because something i saw just a few days ago it's a story on the nationalpulse.com great website I subscribe to it and believe you me the stuff you get there is nowhere close to what the mainstream media feeds you on a regular basis uh, just to give you a little bit of insight as to what the mainstream media and the way out and left fielders Think about you, think about folks in Iowa, folks who live in rural communities like the one I live in. I'm going, what the heck? But anyway, I, I just, I gotta read this to you because I tell you, and of course, it's MS, MS, MSLSD and Chris Matthews, one of these former psychiatric patients, but he's still nuts. Um, <clears throat> but this is just crazy. And, I, and I'll read just a couple of paragraphs to you because this is ridiculous. Just to let you know what these people think about you, the average hardworking American who's just trying to survive Biden. Uh, this was from last Wednesday. But yeah, I guess got to give it to you folks. Left-wing MSNBC host Chris Matthews warned Democrats, young people, women, and black voters that they need to turn out for Joe Biden to counter what he said, he being Matthews, are quote-unquote rural people out there voting their craziness about the cult, referring to supporters of Donald Trump. Now, I got to stop right there. Now, first of all, to refer to rural people as crazy and cultish is arrogance personified. But that's not a surprise given the network it was set on and who said it. 
Chris Matthews is a full-on leftist, and he is trying his ever-loving best to scare Democrats, uh, especially the three groups. I'm at, it's actually four demographics that Democrats are having problems with. That's young people, women, black voters, and Hispanics. Those are four traditional Democrat coalitions that aren't particularly impressed with Biden. And he's been hemorrhaging ever since, and especially in places along the border, uh, in Texas, in Arizona, especially, but especially South Texas. You have a lot of Democrats, a lot of Hispanics, who are not thrilled about all the illegals invading their communities and they're they're done with it. But the fact that Matthews had the unmitigated gall to say again, quote, rural people out there voting their craziness about the cult, end quote. What is so crazy, Mr. Matthews? What is so crazy about people in this country who, I mean, is it crazy to want a secure border? I dare say no. Is it crazy to want our supposed leaders in D.C. to be fiscally responsible? I don't think so. Is it crazy that people in rural communities, because rural communities like big cities everywhere, every state is a border state, every town is a border town. Is it crazy to want public safety, national security? No, it's not. So frankly, when you're dealing with wackadoodles like Chris Matthews, I mean, it's just, and MSNBC as a whole, because everybody on that network are nut jobs, way out in left field uh, wackadoodles. Now, a little later on in this national, uh, national Pulse piece, continuing on, appearing on MSNBC's Morning Joe, Matthews suggested rural voters were mentally unsound and would take away rights from racial minorities, women, and members of the LGBTQ community. Again, crap. It's a scare tactic. No, no, no. And to put the blame on rural voters being mentally unsound? I'm like, excuse me, uh, Mr. Matthews, are you a qualified mental health professional? No, you're not. Frankly, you need to see one and get your meds adjusted, buddy. Because this is cr that is just arrogance. I mean, is it a surprise to me? No. But these are people who are making it more than obvious that they have lost what's left of reasonableness and sanity to make such a wide-sweeping 
broad brush statement like that that is untrue, unfair, and this is exactly why the people in the community I live in, which is a great community, these are people who go to church on Sunday. They're working hard. They're just trying to make ends meet. Some of them are farmers and they're great people. I've met several and it's just folks trying to do the right thing and be productive American citizens. But you got jerkwads like Matthews and all the rest of the MSLS deers coming up with this nonsense. But, oh my gosh, okay. A little bit further into this, Matthews continued, I think voters have got to show, uh, oh, I'm sorry. I think that voters have to take their hand in, the ele in this election and don't wait for the government to do it. Matthews told uh, hosts Joe Scarborough and Minka Brzezinski before continuing, and he said this, because you know this election is going to be close, and it's going to be very close in places like Pennsylvania, and you're going, and you're going to have rural people out there voting their craziness about the cult, unquote. Again, again, Chris, What's so crazy about secure borders, dealing with inflation, stop the crazy government spending, and, and everything else that's wrong? Hmm? I mean, we've already got problems with our military. I mean, sure, Defense Secretary Austin got out of the hospital and for his prostate cancer treatment, but where the Sam hell was he? I mean, for the defense secretary to be just kind of poof, AWOL, MIA, at a time when our own troops, our ships are getting so, which are getting attacked there in the Red Sea area. And now we've got American cargo ships being attacked as well. And Biden is bye-bye. He is totally clueless here. And he's all, I mean, on top of the fact that he's treating our greatest ally in the Middle East like absolute crap. So yeah, th this is just nuts to me. It's just way nuts. Uh, let's see. But you know, folks in Iowa and the rural parts of Iowa, and for all the states there in the Midwest that have an awful lot of rural communities, do what you gotta do, okay? Go out there. I know it's cold, it's really cold, but Iowans and folks in the Midwest are some pretty hardy souls. And if it means they have to be a little bit inconvenienced to go and help save their country, I don't think it's a problem. I really do not. Uh, but before I get, uh, let's see, there we go. <clears throat> oh, yes. More on January 6th. I mean, yes, the left is obsessed with January 6th, but it ain't an insurrection, folks. Never was. Because if it was supposed to be an insurrection, it was poorly planned 
And with so many people who were unarmed and just taking a leisurely stroll through the capital and other places with police escorts in many cases, and yet these people are getting thrown in jail uh, as terrorists by corrupt, by a highly corrupt uh, and morally bankrupt Justice Department, along with judges and uh, prosecutors. It's crazy. Another story, though. Another story came out today. More evidence. Oh, it's just, it's crazy. I mean, I'm looking at the headline from the National Pulse again. Great news site. Go, go and subscribe. But this drives me crazy. Headline. New Jan 6 footage shows Capitol Cop perjured himself lying about whereabouts and altercations with oath keepers oh baby this has got to be interesting let's see the story just reading a little bit of this video evidence has emerged implicating capitol police special agent david lazarus of having committed perjury in the prosecution of four members of the Oath Keepers organizations for actions during the January 6, 2021 U.S. Capitol riot. The video released by The Blaze shows time-stamped security camera footage that directly contradicts sworn testimony by Lazarus as to where he was during a critical 20-minute period during the riot. The, sh the security camera footage appears to indicate that Lazarus would have been unable to witness the events he claimed he saw involving interactions between the four members of the Oath Keepers and Capitol Police Officer Harry Dunn. Lazarus and Dunn were both critical witnesses for federal prosecutors in the Oath Keeper case as hailed and, and hailed as heroes by Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi. Well, there you go right there. That's the kiss of death. Now, it gets interesting. I mean, I'm just going to leave it right there. I'm going to put this on our social media, but how much and how important is it that all of the footage be released? And Mike Johnson, love you, brother. But you need to step your game up, dude. Get, just release the whole stinking thing because given that we've got Oath Keepers who were lied about in federal court. I mean, you've got two Capitol Hill police officers um, essentially committing perjury. Perjury is serious stuff, folks. And apparently... Uh, Dunn, Officer Dunn, is changing his story. Hmm. But a little late because, one, the Oath Keepers, uh, many of them, the, these four people, were sentenced to long, they were sentenced to long prison terms. But yet now with this new security footage, Let's see what happens with this, because frankly, it's stuff like this 
that demands, I mean totally demands, a brand new January 6th commission done the right way. Because you've got Capitol Hill police officers or former officers committing perjury, full-on perjury, and they have evidence. And frankly, their attorneys need to go, yo, hold up. Here's this new, ex here's this new footage which exonerates not only their clients, but it absolutely proves that these Capitol Hill cops, I mean, probably like the boy, the, the four guys who went before the January 6th committee, kind of looking like a boy band, and they're just like, you know, crying, and just like, and they just were loved by the media, loved by Pelosi, loved by just all the Democrats. And throw in, you know, Liz and loser Liz and crybaby Kinzinger. So yeah, this is just that's just bizarre, but not unusual. Not a to, not told it's totally not unusual. And I'm just like, my lord, this is gonna be a trip, y'all. I mean, how much more exculpatory evidence are on these tapes hmm I mean we've already seen quite a bit <laughs> I mean my gosh this is a cl another classic example of the cover-up being worse than the crime and the DOJ is very much involved in it so pretty much yeah Merrick Garland and all these others Ugh, no thanks. Absolutely no thank you. Because we, we've got problems in the FBI, the Capitol Police, the DOJ. Just one more example, my friends, of how thoroughly messed up our country is and how corrupt the deep state is and the lengths they're willing to go to to silence American citizens who don't buy the government line. Un-be-freaking-leavable. Ugh, mercy. But, I'd like to end today, um, since it is Martin Luther King's birthday, as we celebrate it across the country, there are things about JFK that are uh, coming, that, that have been, some have been myths, some have been just speculation, but I love what John Solomon of Just the News, and man's a five-star investigative journalist, and apparently MLK actually did become an advocate and a voice for Jews and for Israel and absolutely destroyed anti-Semitism, the likes of which we're dealing with now. But John Solomon, in his usual, uh, uh, in his usual style, 
and getting real answers. But I just want to read a little bit of the story and I want to put, and I think I'll be putting up the, uh, this was a question and answer session in March of 1968 at a rabbinical assembly where Dr. King spoke. And one of the great, and this, and this happened just 10 days before his assassination. And one of the quotes from Dr. King at this event, we can't quote, we cannot substitute one tyranny for another and for the black man to be struggling for justice and then turn around and be anti-Semitic is not only a very irrational course, but it is a very immoral course. And wherever we have seen anti-Semitism, we have condemned it with all of our might. End quote. That's Martin Luther King. He stood up for Israel. And I mean, in 1968, I mean, my gosh. Israel was right in the middle of the war, their war, when they became, uh, you know, just 20 years after they became a nation, they were duking it out then. So, my goodness. So, yes, I want to put, I, I want to put that on my, uh, uh on on our website and so you can read Dr. King's words for himself and I think it is pretty phenomenal ah but my friends as we are quickly approaching the time of the Iowa caucuses I'm just going to kind of shut it down for the day so I can get ready to watch but be with us tomorrow. I will have my own thoughts and my own perceptions about what happened uh, given the results. And hopefully there's not going to be any uh, craziness going on. But remember, it's Trump and apparently the left believes very Machiavellian that the end justifies the means to stop him. So for right now, my friends, I will catch up with you tomorrow. Uh, take care for now. Hopefully you'll be watching the caucuses like I will. And, uh, well, let's see what happens, my friends. Let's see how bad uh, Trump skunks the competition. But for now, as always, take care of yourselves. God bless. Uh, subscribe to our podcast. Follow us. Get notified when new episodes come about. And for now, I'll see you tomorrow. And remember that patriots come in all colors.